What is up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? It is Justin Trees and Dan Kiefer back with another episode of Talking Football. Sorry about last week. It just didn't work out. The cards were just not in our favor. I could only go certain days. Austin could only go any certain days. Dan could go whenever he wanted, but he didn't want to go solo. We thought we were going to get it later in the week. We just didn't. We did pick make our picks, but we didn't get an episode in. So sorry about that. But before we get into the weekend and our last week's picks, Dan, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I think we can all agree we're never going to miss a show again because we skipped last week, and I think we all had pretty much our worst week of the season to date. So uh, bad juju, lesson learned, do the show, win bets. Yeah, um, I did hit my three leg parlay, so the, at did, least that, there was that. My my Saturday was all right. I went I went five and two on Saturday, but yeah, NFL I went one and three, and it was it was ugly there. So um, let's just go over our winner. We won't even talk about our winners here. Let's or I mean our losers. Let's just talk about our winners. So for me, I had Ohio State minus twenty nine. I had TCU minus three and a half. I had over fifty two on Purdue and Wisconsin. And I had over forty one and a half on. Utah State, Wyoming, and then I also had Packers team total first half over 11 and a half. Uh, my three-game parlay was the Packers one, the TCU three and a half, and the over 52 Purdue, Wisconsin. So that is what I hit. Austin, he went, what did he go? Four and six? six? Four yeah. and six. Uh, hit picks he had was first half points under 30 and a half in the Wake Forest Boston College. He had Texas Tech minus six and a half, and then he had over first half total points 19 and a half um for the bears and patriots game and then he had over 47 and a half in the falcons versus Bengals game and yeah then, and then uh i had you yeah i so said i had utep as a dog at home against fau i had ohio state team total over 39 and a half which like I wish we would have recorded because that was probably the easiest bet of the year so far Ohio State scoring, you know, 40 or more against Iowa. Come on. And then on the NFL side, I took Kansas City as a dog going to San Fran. That's one of those lines that you look at and you're like, this doesn't seem right. I think uh, the 49ers are getting a lot of credit for, you know, getting CMC. It's like, well, he's not going to be, you know, fully acclimated, even though he played more than I thought he would. Uh, totally got screwed on the team under points by Carolina. Uh, 14 and a half Carolina has been dog shit the entire year. And then PJ Walker decides to come out scorched earth God mode against the bucks. So uh, pretty salty about that one, if we're being honest, but uh, yeah, it's behind us. We're moving on. We're on to week. What are we week nine, week eight? Yes, exactly. Uh, I kind of feel the same way about the Ravens first half. I had them over 13 and a half and they had Dude. 13. So felt the same way. Uh, and they so did the same two thing weeks to you ago? two weeks ago. No, okay, yeah. Two weeks ago. I missed the Ravens. It was like uh 12 and a half or something like that. Uh, first half total. And Justin Tucker missed a field goal. What? Yeah, Just, what is happening? You know, arguably greatest kicker of all time, and you miss a field goal. Like, how the – I don't know how Vegas does it, man, but they uh, they do it. They do it. They are good. They are good. Um, let's dive into a few trades. So we've had two running back trades so far this year. I think more are still to come. Um, obviously, you just brought up the CMC one. Huge deal. I mean, I think it's great for the 49ers. Uh, I know they gave up a lot. Second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round. Um, fourth, uh, I'm sorry, the fifth round is in next uh, in two years. Yeah, yeah 24. Um, it's a lot, but if the Niners truly feel like their window is like the next like two years, like 
I really like the deal. I think it's yeah. good. Yeah, I think it's a win-win. Like you said, for the Niners, they get Christian McCaffrey, who, when healthy, you know, asterisk, is, you know, one of the best players in the NFL, especially at the running back position. So, like you said, you have this window. McCaffrey will help Trey Lance when he comes back, as you know, a safety valve. I think it helps Debo as well because, you know, they don't have all the pressure on Debo. Ayuk now becomes, I guess, three or four in the offense, depending how you view Kittle as a receiver or just a spare uh, offensive tackle. But, uh, yeah, I think this is great for San Fran in a division that, you know, isn't necessarily just the Rams. Uh, Seattle looks good. Uh, Arizona is – well, they're Arizona. We all know what they are. But uh, still, you know, there, there's a race right now at the top, and I think this is huge for San Fran, and they're going all in during their window. And on the flip side, you got Carolina, who just needs assets. And uh, <clears throat> I think we can uh, – like, from a pure value standpoint, this is probably an overpay by the 49ers – but they had to, right? Because the rumor was the Rams might come get them, which would have been a great fit. So Carolina's getting assets. McCaffrey wasn't going to be part of their next ideal good team. So I guess this is a win-win. Yeah, I agree with all that. Um, and then they also traded Robbie Anderson for a late-run pick um, and holding on to DJ Moore, which from a Carolina standpoint, I think that makes sense as a – fan of football and fan of DJ Moore and, and fan, fantasy, fantasy owner. owner. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> exact opposite out. of what you want. Yeah, exactly. But just, okay, but, like DJ Moore can't continue to be bad. Like fantasy wise, right? Like, like who the hell else is going to get targets? Exactly. I so, mean, like, he, I think he played pretty well last weekend. Like, yeah. Yeah. Last weekend, I think he had like eight targets caught six and a touchdown. So yeah, I mean, I'm starting him over Michael Pittman this weekend because Sam Ellinger. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't know what's going to happen though with Ellinger. So um, that's another big news. Matt Ryan out, Ellinger in as the starting quarterback for the Colts. We'll see how that all goes, see how that all plays out. Um, and then the last one is James Robinson getting traded to the Jets after the Brees Hall injury, devastating injury for ACL injury after what he was doing. Uh, really feel bad for the kid. But uh, James Robinson is going to be basically a plug and play for that for that offense. Uh, give him, you know, this week, it's going to be probably be the Michael Carter show. And then starting next week, like it, James Robinson is going to come in and get a bulk of the carries. So, yeah. And Robinson wasn't really playing anymore for the Jaguars. So, you know, me and you talked about this um, and uh, James Robinson had basically 10 games left on his contract. Right. So you're basically taking a guy that you're not playing and getting a sixth or potentially fifth round pick for him. And on the Jets side, like, I don't think the Jets view themselves as a playoff team, but I think acquiring James Robinson is a very low cost, you know, six or potentially it's a day three pick either way. And that's just showing the fan base and your team that you don't give up on them. Like, like, like you still have faith in them. You're not going out and getting a Christian McCaffrey, like, hey, we're all in, we're going to win the Super Bowl. But like, you're also not flopping at the trade deadline like the Jets have for the last, what, probably eight years. So I think this is like a, a morale move as much as it is a, you know, good move for the Jets and the Jaguars. Yeah, agreed. And and it's clear the Jags, like, they like James, Rob James Robinson. They knew he probably wasn't coming back with the whole ETN stuff. Um, like you said, wasn't playing as much. He only played like 12 snaps last week and had zero carries for the first time in his career. So – 
it, it's the ETN show at this point. He's playing fantastic. He, he has had a few fumbles, which has been rough, but um, but he's just so explosive and just can make things out of nothing. So I think it makes sense. I know they like Snoop Connor. Uh, they like ha- uh, Hasty. Hasty. Um, so I think it just made sense overall. Do you think so, like so? ETN hasn't obviously. Like, you know, you know a lot about the Jaguars, lifelong Jaguars fan. So I got to ask you. How do we see that backfield shaking out? Because in the last two or three weeks, it's been basically Travis Etienne, right? But we know Etienne isn't built to be your bell cow. Like he—he's a—he's a—he's you know—he's not built. He's not Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not yeah, physically. Totally. Physically, I don't think he can withstand the workload. So I'm wondering, you know, Hasty's not a big guy either. Uh, Snoop Connors, I guess. If you had to, you know, if you looked at him in a in a lineup, you would guess that he's your goal line guy. But ETN's been getting all the goal line work, so I'm curious how you think that backfield's going to shake out here over the next, I guess, few weeks, and then it'll probably be hot hand. Yeah, I think that it'll most likely be ETN, like probably like seventy percent of the snaps, and then the other thirty will be between Hasty and Connor, and probably honestly, it'll probably be like seventy twenty ten ten being Connor. Uh, right. that's, that's kind of the way I, I envision it. Uh, the nice thing is, is hasty and ETN play very similarly. So like you can, like, you don't have to change up too much. Right. Well, that's what I'm curious about because like Connor was drafted this year in the fifth round and like, that's not a lot to spend on a running back, but I mean, that's an early day three pick. So, yeah. you know, they clearly like him. They do. They do like him. So I think that I think he'll slowly get more and more touches. And does he become the goal line guy? Maybe. I don't know. They really like ETN on his shiftiness, his his burst. And and yes, he's not the biggest dude, but like he's still like 215, 220. Like he's still like he's actually got a little bit more, you know, bulk to him than some people think he does. So I think he doesn't like when you see him when you see him on TV, he doesn't look that big. No, he does not. He does not. So um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. London game this weekend, which I'm always excited for. I always like the London seven thirty Jags game. Cause I get to like watch that in peace, like just that game. And then, yeah, you know, then when the other games come on, I can just be flipping through all the other games um, and not have to be wor- worrying about the Jags. Plus who doesn't like football and pancakes, right? Like it's Hell one yeah. of the greatest things. So, and it'll be the day after Halloween. Like I'm going to be stealing my kid, all my kids candy. And he won't even be up yet. Yeah, he won't he won't be up. He won't even know. Also, my kid, given he's like three, but um he uh he doesn't like like chewy candies, like he only likes chocolate. Okay, so he's like not a laffy taffy. Yeah, he's not like a laffy taffy, he's so, not like a sa- right. sour patch kid guy, which that's my jam. Like I'm all about like so, sour patch kids. Okay, so like when can you take your kid like trick-or-treating like, like when's we, me and my wife are talking about this and this can be our not football talk for the day and then we'll get into our bets yes but like all right it's so like our oldest son is gonna turn two in january and i'm like is it too early to take him trick-or-treating because like everybody's gonna know everybody's gonna know that i'm eating the candy no it's absolutely we took our kid at two and he loved it well actually this might be maybe you don't want to answer this what day is your kid's birthday uh january 30th oh okay I was like, I just realized both of our kids were born in January. Um, So, but we took our kid at two and, and he loved it and they loved it. He was, uh, we were at Jurassic Park and I made, I, I had his like uh, wagon and I built it into a cage with like the, 
you know, like don't touch electrical wire type stuff. And like he was a sure. dinosaur in it and he like, couldn't get out and stuff like that. And then we dressed up like as the Jurassic Park guys. Um, and he loved it. And he just like would open up the cart, walk out, go get his candy, come back, sit down and just chill. Like, so <laughs> I think, nice. I think, I think the parents just love adorable kids. And so they don't, they sure. don't care. Yeah. All right. That's my thought. So I got, I got four days to figure out Halloween. Awesome. Yeah, so always, <laughs> always a fun time. <coughs> always a fun time. Um, my so you don't know what your kid's gonna be for Halloween this year. I have no idea. Uh, no idea. I'm sure that like I could text Kyla, and by the time I get home, there'll be an entire Pinterest board of ideas. For sure. So. For sure. Nice. Awesome. Um, I'm super excited. Are you guys gonna? Are you guys gonna be the people that ha- uh, go trick or treating on Saturday, or are you guys the people that trick or treat on Monday? Because Monday is the actual holiday. So ours is actually Friday night, I believe. Oh, okay, interesting. And since I don't, I don't live in town, so like I don't have to worry about any little kids coming to my house, which is kind of cool. Oh, my wife is like so excited for kids to come. She's like, "Oh, right." She's like, "Made me go and buy like the king size candy bars and stuff like that." She's like, I'm "Oh my so, god, you're yeah, that house." Flex. I'm that house. I'm that. I'd be house. A, flex, I'd be the house that I'd be the house that give out like box of raisins to make sure nobody ever comes back. Yeah, totally. That's usually how I used to be. But like, she wants me to like dress up like Michael Myers and sit on the ch- sit on a chair and act like I'm just like a puppet, basically, and then like scare mm-hmm. the shit out of kids. So yeah. that's that's gonna be my Saturday. So all right, fun times, fun times, Perfect. awesome. Um, also, my kid's being Superman. He's never seen Superman in his life, but he wanted <laughs> to be Superman, <laughs> and he loves it. He's eating it up. Like he oh, loves Sp- yeah. he loves Spider Man at this. So at the start, he really wanted to be spider-man and have uh my wife be ghost spider and me be the oh Miles sure Sp- spider-man and know? his amazing friends yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we exactly. watched that. us too dude i love that show like rhino dude like if i wanted to be a bad guy i'd be rhino yeah yeah i uh we're, we're actually like we like spider-man but like we're really big in a dino ranch right now oh okay. we're at. yeah dino nice ranch. nice yeah dad life here we go yeah, love all it. right. Everybody's like, make some picks. Picks for the love all right, of God. All right, all, right, all, right. all right, let's dive into it then. We got week nine of college football. We got week eight of NFL football. I'm going to start us off with a Thursday night banger. Pack 12 after dark on a Thursday night, 8 p.m. my time. That's 9 p.m. your time. Dan's going to be asleep before this game yep. even starts. And with we Halo. got... We got Utah versus Wazoo. Utes coming off of a bye. I really wanted to take them at minus seven, but Utes always struggle on the short weeks um, on the road. So I decided, let's just take the over. Over under at 55. I think that the Utes are going to easily put up 35, 40, and I think Wazoo can easily put up at least 21. So give me over 55, Utah, Wazoo. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, that game will be starting like halftime of Thursday night football, which will be just about when everybody's tired of Thursday night football. So uh, well done, schedule makers. Exactly. Um, another one, let's go through. We'll just continue to go through Austin's as well. Austin does have team total over 37 and a half for Tennessee versus Kentucky. So sorry, 37 and a half. I don't know if I just said 37 and a half or 37, but 37 and a half over for Tennessee. Is Tennessee wearing the all blacks this weekend? 
They are, and they look okay. Dope. Those are hot. Like yes. those are like peak Halloween aesthetic. Love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so good bet at Austin. Uh, my first game. I'm going underdog of the week, and that's Notre Dame plus three going to Syracuse. Everybody wants to like pump up Syracuse because they hung with Clemson last week, kind of. They needed four turnovers to stay in that game. And then, you know, a backup, the backup quarterback came in for Clemson and won it for him. I think Syracuse is good for what they are, but I don't think that they're good, if that makes sense. You know, they're a good Syracuse team, but I don't think they're like a, a good team overall. So I think Notre Dame shuts them down. Uh, I like Notre Dame as the dog here at plus three. Then my next bet, listen, I'm going to go on the record right now. Anytime the Ohio State team has an individual team over of below 40, I'm going to take it because they're dropping 40 every game left and right. No problem. So taking the over Ohio State 38 and a half going to Penn State. I think this is just another weekend where Ohio State kills everybody. Are we sure? Like, I don't, I know we've gotten off track a lot, but. Ohio State's the best team in the country. Like, I'm pretty comfortable saying that. Uh, yeah, most likely. I don't. I. It's hard to argue that. Um, I do think their defense has a little bit of holes in it, but I think that actually every team does. So, like, compared to like what their offense is, I yeah, I think I agree with you that they're the best team in the country. Right. I would love to see them get tested, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Like until they get to the college football playoff, which might be their downfall. You know, they haven't been in a tight game. They haven't been tested. Uh, then they play in Alabama or Georgia, which, you know, they'll get round one. So, yep. yeah. But I mean, I think on paper, Ohio State's the best team in the country. I do think Michigan challenges them at the end. Okay. Of the I guess that's fair. That's fair. That's coming up here in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, going back over to Austin, he is taking Oregon at minus 17 and a half at Cal. I could see that, but but Oregon coming off of the huge win against UCLA, is it a little bit of a letdown game or maybe it's a little bit closer than what it should be? There's a chance, but I could see that. I like that pick. Uh, I will go with the over 56 and a half for the Florida-Georgia game. Like, both of these teams are going to put up points. Like Georgia has shown that they can, they'll, they'll give up big plays this year and points. Florida will do that. And you know that Georgia's going to be scoring. Like Florida's defense is not very good. So um, yeah. I, I, a couple weeks ago, I chose, was it the LSU Florida game? Yeah, it was LSU Florida game. I did the over and they were like one point short of the over in the first half. <laughs> um, I kind of see that being the same case here. I could see this be like a 31 28 game or something like that. In this, and you know, this is a big game. This is a big game for uh, Richardson. If he plans on declaring, this is the game people are going to go back to. Like they're going to go to the Utah game, and they're going to go to this game. If he plans on you know declaring for the NFL draft, so sorry, who is that? Uh, Richardson, Richardson, Florida's quarterback. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Um, Okay, my next game. I'm going to take an underdog here. Oklahoma State plus one and a half versus Kansas State. Um, Kansas State coming off of a big win last week. I think Oklahoma State is really good. And they're getting disrespected uh, being the underdog here. Uh, give me Oklahoma State. I think their defense is able to slow down Kansas State's defense or offense. And I don't think that Kansas State is going to be able to slow down Oklahoma the entire time. Is Sanders playing? I guess that's one. As thing far I as I know. think last I heard, he was like trending towards playing. 
So that's probably why this number is that way because it's still a little bit of an unknown. Um, so this, I could, I recognize this could be a little bit of risk, but again, if Sanders plays, I just don't see how they don't win this game on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exciting game. Deuce Vaughn. Austin's got USC as a 15 and a half point favorite going to Arizona. I think this is just your classic use. USC is pretty good. Arizona is really bad. Uh, my next bet, I got Wake going on the road as a four-point favorite to Louisville. I just straight up don't think Louisville keeps up with Wake, and it's just that simple. Uh, I think in the second half, Wake's going to bury him. And then I'm also taking uh, Oklahoma State as a one-and-a-half-point dog going to Kansas State. I had Oklahoma State on my slip last week, and I took him off, and I'm pissed about it. Like, Because I had – if I would have kept him on, this would have been three straight weeks – of me betting Oklahoma State and them hitting every single time. So I'm not going to make that mistake again through Oklahoma State on. Love it. All right, Austin, he is also taking the over 56 and a half in the Florida-Georgia game. I see what's happening here, guys. You guys are starting to take all my picks because you no, realize. No, no. You know you how re- I do this. You, you know realize that I'm so – I do. I do. But I love to give you guys shit because I had, I was the first one that had them in the spreadsheet and consider I'm dominating you guys at this point. You guys are just like, Hey, let's just pick what Trees is picking. So he took that. I have the wake forest minus four at Louisville. Same oh, the, reasons. Oh, you do? You do. I do. I, I did not know you had wake on. Yeah. So like, I try so hard not to look at anybody else's. So like behind the script, behind the curtain <clears throat> folks, I put mine all in notes, like on my phone. And then at the last minute, like the morning we record, I put him in the sheet because I don't want to be influenced by anybody else. But hey, look at us. A little little eye eye action here. Exactly. So we have, so we both have Wake. We both have Okie State. And then Austin and I both have Florida, Georgia over. So that's, that's it. And I actually almost took Austin's next one, but I'll go through mine real quick. So I'm actually taking, this might be a little surprising because I've been the Tennessee guy. Um, but I'm actually going to take the under 64 points on Tennessee, Kentucky. Okay. I, I kind of think this is a lower scoring game. And by lower scoring, I mean like 31, 24 or something like that. I kind of just think it's not going to get into the, the forties, the thirties shootout. Like 64 is a pretty big number. I think Kentucky's defense finds a way to slow Tennessee down a little bit. And then I just don't think Kentucky's offense is really that good. So, um, yeah, I'm taking the under there. Now over to Austin. This is a game I almost picked. I end up not, um, so I really like it. Uh, TCU minus seven and a half at West Virginia. Yeah, uh, don't hate that at all. TCU has been, like, very underrated. Like, I know they got ranked pretty high, but still I feel like we're not taking TCU as serious as we should. We Um, should. Like, they legit can make the college football playoffs. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I'd say, like, just because, like, you know, TCU is seen as like a tier two Big 12 team. And, like, naturally, we don't give the Big 12 a lot of respect because whenever Oklahoma made the playoff, they got crushed. So, you know, just, I feel like we need to start taking TCU, you know, like I said, a little bit more serious. That, that's a good football team. Uh, yeah, my last so, two bets. Oh, sorry. Sorry. One second. Um, TCU, they play West Virginia, they play Texas Tech. Then at Texas, that's a scary one. At Baylor, I can see that being scary. And then at home against Iowa State. Like, I literally always consider, like, Texas-Baylor might, maybe. And right. they'll still be favored in both of those, I think. I actually, like, I would be more worried about the Baylor game than the Texas game. Just because Texas has been so inconsistent, it's ridiculous. 
Yeah. Yeah, like, Texas could Texas could beat TCU by 40 or they could lose by three scores. And I wouldn't be surprised either way. Agree. Yep. It's just it's it's very frustrating. Uh my last two games for college. I'm taking North Texas as a 10 and a half point dog going to Western Kentucky. Uh Texas, North Texas, I guess if you want to look at it this way, is bumping up a weight class. I was very impressed last week the way they played UTSA. Uh, two years ago, they beat UTSA. This year, they hung right with them to the end. And UTSA is a very good football program. Like in the G5 world, UTSA is pretty damn good. So I like them as a 10.5-point dog here to Western Kentucky. I'm not saying they can score with them, but I think they can stop them enough and hang with them, be within two scores here, 10.5. Final game is UTEP. I'm riding the Miners once again. Took them last week, got a dub, doing it again this week as a two-point favorite at home hosting mid-Tennessee State because just straight up, I don't think mid-Tennessee State's very good at all. Uh, so I like you, Ted. I like my I like my G5 Texas schools. What can I say? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. All right. Um, Austin only went with five, so he's got five more um, on NFL side. I got one more college, and I'm taking Cincinnati plus one and a half in the first half at UCF. So not game, only first half. I think Cincinnati – is going to start off strong in this game. They're going to try to set the tone and they are going to have the lead at the end of the first half. So, okay. So does there. that game like end, end of that game, does that scare you at all? The, the Cincinnati game? UCF game? Like, like I very realistically think there's a world where UCF wins that game. thousand percent. Like Cincinnati has not been Cincinnati this year. Like every game they play is close. They're basically like American Conference Nebraska, but they win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that's fair. It, it's been tight. So I mean, yeah, stay. I would stay away from that Cincinnati money line, which yeah, I, means I they're going to so win by forty. But yeah, yeah. So because that's that's just how it works sometimes. Um, all right, moving over to NFL. Um, we already talked about the London game this weekend. I have to bet it. Let's go, Jacksonville minus two and a half versus Denver. Jags are Jags are two and five. It's rough. But all five losses have come on in the final two minutes of the game. All five. They are plus 18 on uh, point differential on the season. Plus 18. The Giants, who they just lost to by a half a yard last weekend. I don't know if you saw that. Christian Kirk. Oh, I saw, I saw. Half a yard. Um, They're plus 20 and they're six and one. That's the difference in the NFL sometimes. It's crazy. So... I mean, this team is like they're used to just getting blown out, sadly, and like they're having close games now, which is awesome. They're just they got to find a way to learn how to win these games. And if it takes a year, it takes a year. But I think I like the way that the team's the direction is headed. So, but I think they find a way to win this game. Jags, they've been playing better in London as of recent. Uh, they have a few wins over the last couple of years. So, give me minus two and a half versus Denver in London. Uh, Austin, he's taking minus two and a half for the Colts. At Washington, so he's riding. You, you one thousand percent know this is an Ellinger pick for him. Like the, <laughs> the Texas boy had to take the Colts just because of Ellinger. Yeah, yeah. I see, and like we talked about this pre-show, but like um, normally I'm a little heavier on the NFL side than the college side. This week I went six college, only four NFL because the NFL board just bad vibes, man. This is one of those games, the Colts Washington game. I did not have the cojones to bet this one. Like, there's just a lot of scary games on the NFL side. Uh, my first game, I'm going to go take Miami, going to Detroit, three-point favorite. Miami's looking good. Uh, Steelers have a much better defense than Detroit. Detroit's dead last in defense. 
And listen, we all love Dan Campbell. We do. But things are not great in Detroit right now. It's, it, it's not good. Uh, so I, I think Miami just comes in and rolls, and this is just your typical good team, bad team. And then uh, next one, I'm going to take Minnesota, the team over of 26 and a half hosting Arizona. So basically, I'm Minnesota's going to score 28 is basically what I'm going for here. I don't think there's anyone on the uh, Arizona defense that can cover Justin Jefferson. Uh, I really don't. Uh, Arizona is an absolute dog shit defense. Absolutely dog shit. So I think 28 is almost a gimme with the offensive weapons that Minnesota has. I like that one quite a bit. Might throw that in a five leg, actually. We'll see what happens. Uh, Austin is actually taking those Giants referenced earlier as a three-point dog uh, hosting Seattle. This is a game we talked about. Austin is just like, kudos to him, but he's taken some bets that scared the hell out of me looking at the lines like pre-show. So love to see it, uh, AC. Love to see it. Love to see it, yeah. Um, All right, I'm up. I'm taking the over team total for the Eagles. That is also at 26 and a half, just like your Vikings. So Eagles coming off of a bye only needing to score 27 points. Come on, it's happening easily. Um, next one is a game that all three of us have. I think this is the first time this season that this is a bet that all three of us, no, second. Second, time. We, fucking Carolina week one. Carolina week one. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. So second time, and it is the Titans at minus two at the Texans. Um, I'm My guess is this number is a little low because Vegas doesn't know if Tannehill is playing or not. Right, and he came back into the game. So exactly. it's like, I know a lot of times with the ankle injuries, like you can feel better and then it swells up over the week. But still, like Tannehill's going to play because he knows if he doesn't, he might not get his job back. Exactly. So look what happened to Mac Jones. I mean, come on. Yeah, zappy for life. So anyway, so that is all three of our picks. So we can just cross out that line at this point. So sure. uh, Dan, back over to you. Yeah, so uh, speaking of Bailey Zappy, our Lord and Savior, can we just name him the starter? I mean, like I, I, I know you watched Monday Night Football. I was watching it when he came in at the end of the first half. You could literally feel the difference. The team was looser. Yes, the two throws were wide open, but still, he's better than Mac Jones. Like, and I know I am the Mac Jones hater because I think he is you shit are. and never should have gone first round one because he's not good. But like. Man, so anyway, long story short, I'm taking New England as a point and a half favorite going to the Jets. I think the Jets are kind of down bad. As much as losing Brees Hall hurts, and like he was on a different level. He was breaking out. He was having Jonathan Taylor level production from last year, the last couple of weeks, Brees Hall was. I think losing Elijah Vera Tucker is, is more harmful to the Jets than losing Brees Hall. Because okay. that... He's, he was their best lineman, probably their best offensive player. I guess, you know, just say it. So I think losing him is a bigger deal. New England is not going to lose multiple games in a row. That's not how Bill works. So this is a Jets team that he has made a career beating the piss out of. So I like them as a favorite. Um, so, yeah, give me New England. I guess I should yeah. change that to New England money line because it's only a point and a half, but yeah, you better exactly. ride. Yeah, I'll let it ride. Um no, you'd rather have it minus one and a half because the payout's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Austin, let's go with his final two here. Uh, he's going to take the first half points under 24 and a half for the Raiders and Saints. So meaning 
They will not score 25 points combined. And then he is taking the total first half points over nine and a half for the Jags. So he's saying the Jags will score 10 points in the first half. Um, I hope so. Me too. Me too. Um, (laughs) And then uh, my last one is first half minus six and a half for the Buffalo Bills. Coming off of a bye, I think that they're going to be able to put up some points and – I just don't see how they're going to get stopped. Oh, sorry. This is the Packers game for Sunday night football. I guess I should clarify that. Um, I just see that the bills are going to just, I do think that the Packers defense is good, but I think the bills offense is fantastic. And I don't see the Packers offense putting up points. And so even if the bills look a little sluggish, I still think they can be up by more than six and a half. I was going to say, there's a real world where like Buffalo scores on the first drive. And that's enough to cover. Exactly. Like, because like, yeah. everything in Green Bay is bad right now. Like the fans are pissed. The team's pissed. Rodgers is never not pissed. And it's everything's bad in Green Bay right now. So it it's yeah. honestly a little shocking. Like I still thought the Packers were going to be a really good team. Me too. Me too. Uh, but they just they're, they're getting just nothing bad. it from anybody. And now Alan yeah. Lazard, who is their most trusted wide receiver, is in a sling. Uh, with a shoulder injury. So I haven't heard any update on that. I know I was planning on starting him, so I sure as hell hope he's healthy. But yeah, uh, yeah not good. So yeah. And like AJ Dillon's played really bad this year. Aaron he hasn't Jones played. Yeah. And Aaron he Jones is not playing. Five. Yeah. It's, I thought they would use Aaron Jones more as a wide receiver. And they did last week. He had a touchdown as a receiver last week, but like I thought they would use him more. So, anyways. All right. Moving on to our three leg parlays. Let's go through Austin's. Austin has taken the USC minus 15 and a half at Arizona. He is taking the t- team total over 37 and a half for the Vols. And then he is taking the first half under 24 and a half in the Raiders versus Saints game. So there's his parlay. Let's hope that he hits one. Uh, again, let's see if I can hit back to back weeks on my three legger. I'm going the over 56 and a half on Florida, Georgia. I'm taking the over 26 and a half on team total for the Eagles. And I'm taking the Titans at minus two. Yeah. And, uh, for my three leg, I'm taking awake uh, as a four point favorite going to Louisville, which is a bet you have. So like first legs, I can basically check off already. Right. Yes. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Ohio state team over, of 38 and a half. And then the final leg will be on Sunday as a uh, new England is going to cover point and a half going to the jets. Love it. Love it. All right. So we got to figure out our five legger. We were looking through Austin's one that we both liked was the TCU seven and a half at West Virginia. So we are going to ride with that one. Um, I just have a little disappointed here that you like, cause like, Sometimes I save like actually what I think is my best pick for the five legger and not my three legger. And, and you wanted wake. And I wanted wake. We can put it in. It's fine. Like, I know that? it's high okay. risk. It's high risk. And whenever yeah. we do this, I think we get burned. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we can we can put it in. Okay. I really like the wake minus four. So like that. Um, is there any other ones of yours? Or I guess do we want to put in Oklahoma State. Uh, you and I, I both have Oklahoma so. State. Both at, and we don't, um, neither of us it, have it in our parlays. Correct. Uh, I'm, I, I'm so excited for that game because Oklahoma State's a fun offense to watch. And I adore Deuce Vaughn. Like, he's yes. so awesome. Like, he's, yes. I, yeah. 
Yep. Okay, cool. Let's do that one then. Oklahoma State plus one and a half versus Kansas State. Um, Just looking through it. I would take this USC 15 and a half if I knew Jordan Addison was going to play, but I don't think he's going to. I I haven't seen either way on him, so... Uh, also, no. also, I realized we didn't podcast last week, so I didn't. T- I didn't get to be like, "What's up, boys?" Utah, huge win over USC. <laughs> didn't even get to say that on the podcast yet. And my call of Tennessee beating Alabama back in August also happened. So it was a great weekend. It was a me. good weekend for you. Uh, and the Pac-12 remains Pac-12ing itself. Yes, always. It's what you do. Yes, it is what we do. Um, okay, moving back over. Um, I actually like so I like Miami minus three. Yeah, that I was gonna like, be one I was gonna put on. Okay. I say we do that one because I like that one. Okay. And then I like oh you okay. I was gonna say I really like the Eagles over, but you put that in your three leg. I'm fine let's with do the, putting it again though. I would actually let's just do the I like the Bills as well. First half, pretty, minus six and a half. Yeah, we got three college bets in already. I know we like to kind of balance that a little bit. So yeah. we could uh, throw in an NFL bet. And I like the first half bills by a touchdown. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So we have TCU minus seven and a half at West Virginia. We have Wake minus four at Louisville. We have Oklahoma State plus one and a half at Kansas State. We have the Dolphins minus three at Detroit. And then we have the Bills minus six and a half versus the Packers. Just realized four of our five bets are road teams. So that makes me feel oh, yeah. real, com- real comfortable. Yep. Uh, as, it, as it should. Road favorites, <laughs> no less. Road favorites. Well, one road dog, one, but one road, road dog. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, none of them are like these crazy, like 15, 20 point games. Like they're all, besides TCU, they're all under a touchdown. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But anyways, um, we appreciate you all. Hopefully you guys are doing great in fantasy, your bets, um, everything. Hopefully your teams are winning, unlike my NFL team. But, hey, we're improving day by day. Uh, Austin, Dan, I know Austin's not here, but Austin, Dan, hopefully you guys can have a good week and try to catch up to me in these rankings because I am really pulling away uh, right now. Yeah, appreciate it. Like, really. Yeah, yeah we've, we, yeah, have, no we have noticed. We have, yes. So, all right, cool. We appreciate y'all. And today we've been talking football.